Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We're going to be continuing on our prayer and fasting today. We're going to be talking about 10 things. If you're writing, 10 things you need to know about prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. Push it up a little bit. Push it up a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. That's good. 10 things we need to know about prayer and fasting. 10 things you need to know about we're focusing on the fasting piece. So 10 things you need to know about fasting. How many of you are beginning to feel the movement in your stomach as you fast? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who are guests in the house, we are currently as a church on a 40-day fast. Um, we started on the 3rd and we're wrapping up on the 11th of February with a love feast. All right. So um, for those of you who are new... Um, feel free to come back. You don't have to fast with us, but if you want to, that's fine. But so don't feel like oh, I'm not going to come back because they are fasting. They're going to ask me if we are fasting. No, we're not going to ask you if you are fasting. <laughs> we love you, um, and we want you to be part of the family. So um, feel free to come back and visit with us. Amen. And I met my brother here, who said that um, brother MM invited him and his lovely wife, I believe. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for being here. Uh, from that invitation. Glory to Jesus. Think things you need to know about fasting. Yes, you're welcome. You see, we, we love you already. <laughs> all right, all right. And um, hopefully next week you're back and you can meet our lead pastors as well. Um, this is our first lady, Pastor Esther. And you meet her husband as well, Pastor Blaze. Amen. And for all of you, which I saw Chichi's brother, as I heard Chichi's brother. Wow, amazing. Amazing. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Number one, very quickly, we're going to go through ten things. So I'm going to try and get us out here on time as well, whilst you're going through by ten things. So walk with me here. Media team. Number one, fasting is hard. Fasting is hard. So that's Rima. Uh, let's mute the ox on there. Fasting is hard, but produces sweet results. Number one, mute the mute the other ox as well. Fasting is hard, but produces sweet results. Amen. How many of you have been, have been enjoying the fast? How many of you want to just continue to fast all your life? Just be fasting. <laughs> uh, truthfully. <laughs> Why don't you want to continue to fast every day? Because fasting is hard. It's, it is hard work. Yeah, it is challenging. It's hard. But it produces what? Sweet results. Sweet results. Sweetness. So the hardness of fasting produces sweetness at the end. Hallelujah. It produces sweetness at the end. Do you know you can taste God? When you fast, what do you do? You starve your natural taste so you can taste the sweetness of God. When you fast, you starve your natural taste. Taste, 
So you can taste the sweetness of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 34 and verse 8. Let me show you. Let Chrissy will help you out with, with that. Let's call it. We can mute. I'm not, I know you guys are here. Are you guys here in the bus? Anybody else here in the bus? A little bit of bus, yes. I'm, I can hear it, so I'm going to hear it all through. So I don't want to hear that in my head. <laughs> Amen. 34 verse 8. All tastes and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. All taste and see that the Lord is good. So when you fast, you are tasting God and you're starving your natural taste. You're starving your natural appetite so you can taste God. And when you taste God, what do you taste? Good things, goodness, sweetness. All taste, that's it guys, thank you. All taste and see that the Lord is good. When you taste something sweet, what do you usually say? Hmm, I hate this. This is good. Taste a good uh, butter, uh, um, uh, cupcake or a or chocolate. You say, hmm, this is good. It's sweet, right? So sweetness is good. Huh? You usually attribute sweetness to goodness. Huh? So, in fasting, you starve your natural taste so you can taste God's goodness. Amen? Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Listen, there's some sweetness that you will never taste of God until you put yourself through fasting. Amen? There are some levels of God you will never attain until you put yourself through fasting and prayer. Listen, if Jesus had to fast, (laughs) I'm sorry, we all have to fast In fact, one time, the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to the disciples of Jesus and they said, See, your disciples are eating. They are drinking every time. Mm-hmm. Do you know that scripture? Yeah. Right, Media the person who is there should help me preach this morning. They came to him and said, Ah, your disciples are eating and drinking. Then he said, Don't worry. When the bridegroom is taken away, what will happen? They will fast. <laughs> when, the, when, when I am taken away, when Jesus leaves, then they will fast. Is Jesus still on the earth physically? So fasting, when Jesus left, that was the introduction of fasting for us as New, New Testament believers. And they said to him, why do the disciples of John fast often and make prayers? And likewise, those of the Pharisees, but yours, eat and drink. Eh? Does this sound like some believers to you? When they should be fasting, they are eating and drinking. Eating and drinking. You're, yours, yours. You love Jesus, so say yours. Not, not, not sinners. Say yours. Are you seeing that? Say yours, eat and drink. Disciples of Jesus. Followers of Jesus. Verse 34. Then he said, 34. And he said to them, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? Uh, MJ, can you make, like someone invites you to a, a wedding and they say, you're fasting this wedding. 
That's what it means there. They were in a wedding when Jesus, when Jesus was, they were enjoying, they were in enjoyment mood. Jesus, we are about to die. Okay, Jesus, woke up and say, rebuke the storm. You see? Jesus, my, 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 my sister, my brother just died. Mary, uh, 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 Martha. Uh, my, my brother just died. Jesus, oh, okay, Jesus is going to come and fix it. They didn't need to fast for anything. Jesus was just there with them. Jesus was always there with them. He said, then he says, can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? When I'm here, it's enjoyment time. Yeah, you can groove with me. You can enjoy. Enjoy life. Eat. Eat and drink. Make, make merry. But when I leave this earth, but those days will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. Then, they will fast. Listen, if you don't, if you don't fast, things in your life will make you fast. Huh? In fact, medically now, people have begin, began to use fasting to heal the body. And pastor talked about that extensively on, on Wednesday. Said they, said they will fast. Not they, they will think of fasting. Not they will pray about they may or, you know, depending on. No, they will. Once someone said you will do this thing, it means they will. Yeah, when Jesus says you will do something, just know you will do it. Whether, whether you like it or not, you will do it. So fasting has been, is, is one of the disciplines that has been in, incorporated into your, your life as a believer. Yes. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. I said on Wednesday, if you are feasting while others are fasting, you'll be fasting when others are feasting. You'll be what? Fasting. Because when others are celebrating, they're, they're enjoying, hey, God has done this. Why? Come on, enjoy with me. That's when you'll be like, so where's my own blessing? No, I don't see my own. He said, okay, I have to go and fast now. This is, this is practical teaching I'm giving you. This is not, I'm not giving you meta, meta stuff. I can, give you the, I can get to the meta stuff, but I'm giving you practical reasons why you should fast. Because you will fast. <laughs> Talk to your neighbor and say, you will fast. You will fast. One way, is it, oh my goodness. Do you want the spiritual um, fasting or you want the one that the doctor tells you to fast? Which one do you want? Get the benefit. And guess, guess what? The, the spiritual one is also helping your physical body. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it is helping your physical body. Okay. So fasting, number one. Fasting is what? Hard but produces sweet results. Amazing. That's amazing. They will fast. So please, Pastor talked about on Wednesday, the importance of, of doing corporate fasting and the anointing that comes upon the house. The enablement. Because you know everybody, every other person is fasting. So why do you want to fast when others are not fasting? Join the... Join, Join, the, join the, the bandwagon. Let's fast together. Listen, if you want to, Pastor talked about on Wednesday, if a plane is going at, you, if you want to go to 30 feet, right, you don't go and start building your own plane. Eh? You go, into, go to an airport and you enter the plane. And it will take, wherever that plane is going, you're going. So this, right now we're in a flight. Living world, we're in a flight. Praise God. We're on a fasting flight. 40 days of fasting flight. 
Even if you don't know how to fast, try. If it's 8 to 12, try. If it's 8 to 3, try. If it's 8 to 6, try. Because we're all in a fast. And you can enjoy the corporate benefits of that. Because everyone is doing it. Everybody is doing it. You know the easiest thing to do? The easiest thing to do is what every, 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 other, every other person is doing. Do you know that? The easiest thing to do is what every other person is doing. Yes. That's what, that's what they call peer pressure. I was talking to someone this morning. I said, use peer pressure to put people to God. Move them to God through peer pressure. Why is it that the enemy uses peer pressure and Christians don't use it? Pressure them to serve God. Pressure them to live a godly life. Let your life be an example that, ah, this guy, this guy, this lady is serious. This guy is serious. Anytime I'm around him, all of them, they're all serious people. They love God. They love, this is what they, they love God. What, what's going on here? I can't be around them and not love God. Yes. So use, use, use the pressure that we have right now. Some of you are not fasting right now. You're feeling the pressure. That's good. It's true. It's true. Yes. And I, I want you, as, as one of the pastors in the house, to feel the pressure. I'm, we are responsible as pastors for your soul. Yes, I'm, we're not here to just um, tell you, God bless you, God bless you. We want to show you how you can be blessed. Amen? So if you feel the pressure and you have not been fasting, that's okay. It's not, um, it's not condemnation. It's good pressure to live godly life. Amen. Bible says, stir up each other to good works. Eh? That's what the, you know that, that scripture says it, right? Stir up. What I'm doing now, I'm stirring you up. If you have not been fasting in any form, I'm stirring you up to fast. Hallelujah. Fast according to your own ability. I'm not saying you should not eat for the next 40 days. That's what I'm, I'm not saying that. No, no. But put your body under some discipline. It will help you. Fasting also improves your, your mental capacity. Your mind will be clear. You, you, you hear, you will see your emotions. You feel it everywhere. You, your insulin levels will be rising, dropping, rising. But, you, but your mind, you begin to see things different. Hallelujah. So, if you have not been fasting with us, it's okay. I'm not, I'm, and guess what? Nobody here will ask if they are fa- you're fasting. Unless they are your friends, you know. But I will, not, I will never walk up to you and say, are you fasting? No. Have, have I ever asked you, okay, for those of you who have been here for nine years, have I ever asked you, are you fasting? Anybody here? Raise up your hand. Have I asked you? Anybody? No, but have, will, nobody will ask you if you're fasting. It's your own choice. It's your own choice. Nobody will ask you. Amen? Amen. Nobody will ask you, sir. Or ma, <laughs> or, sir, or sister, or brother. <laughs> Say, brother, uh, sister Snelly, are you fasting? Nobody asking. In fact, your, the friends, friend groups, if you have friends in the church, your friends, you should be asking your friends, are you fasting? That's how you do it. You encourage each other. Say, are you, I see you, are you, are you fasting? How, are, you, are you sure you're a part of this? Eh? Stir them up to good works. Hallelujah. I have ten things to go through this morning. Let's go. Number two, fasting is... Fasting is a time for good works. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 6. Let's go. Fasting is a time for what? Good works. Good works. Good works. Oh, wait, I got time. I got time. Hallelujah. Fasting is a time for good works. Fasting is a time for good works. Isaiah 58, 6 to 11. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Anybody learning something this morning? Anybody being challenged this morning? 
Oh yes, I've come to I've come to stir you up to good works. Amen. He says, "Is this not the fast that I have chosen to lose the bonds of wickedness, to change, to undo the heavy burdens, change la vision, change la vision, please, NLT, change la vision." No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Now, now listen to this. He said, this is the kind of what? Fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the, the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free. I hear someone say Nigerian politicians. <laughs> and f- remove the chains that bind the people. Verse 9. Let's go. Then, seven, sorry, I don't know, it looks like nine, talk to me from here. Seven, share your food with the hungry. See, that's good work right there. And give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them. And do not hide from relatives who need your help. Oh, this is, this is, this is, this is what you do when you fast. Listen. Can I, can I teach you this? Can I be practical? Can I teach you this morning? Anybody, can, can I teach you this morning? Okay. Listen. Do you know why he's saying you should do this now? Do you know why? Because the money that you would have been using to eat yourself, now you have extra money on you because you're fasting. Are you hearing me? That's why you can do that. You didn't get that. The reason why you can do those things while you're fasting is because you have excess money that you would have been using for your own self. For instance, if you're fasting two meals a day and you're someone who eats breakfast and lunch, what happens to the money you usually, usually use to buy that thing? That's where you take it and you give to people who are hungry. That's, what, that's, that's, that's the practical... I mean, the scripture is very practical. It's not like feed the hungry, okay, all of a sudden. Why is he asking me to feed the hungry? No, because now you have extra money because you're not eating. You're you are skipping meals, you have extra on you. So, go ahead and share the food with the hungry. Give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need help. And do not hide from your relatives who need your help. Hallelujah. <laughs> Someone's laughing about that part. All these relatives that are always asking you for money. This is the time that you can at least give them something. Because now you have extra on you. Amen. And he says this is the kind of fasting. It's, it's not just to, to, to pray. Just just to pray. Lord, 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 Lord. No, no, no. Give. Help somebody. Don't you anybody say help somebody. Help somebody. Hallelujah. Eight. Verse eight. <laughs> then your salvation, I like this, will come like the dawn. And your wounds will quickly heal. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. I can stay there all, all day just talking about that piece. And your wounds will quickly heal. Fasting brings healing to your body. You're needing healing? You need healing? Fast. You will bring healing. Even doctors are now prescribing it. So if you don't believe me for what I'm saying, believe the doctors. For the doctors to say there's something in fasting, then believe that there is. Your godliness will lead you forward. So when you fast, you become more godly. Your godliness will lead you forward. And the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. If this doesn't want to make you fast, I don't know what to make you fast. 
Let's read it again. One, two, go read together. Then... Wow. Amazing. That's amazing. Verse 9. Absolutely. Then when you call, hey, the Lord will answer. How many of you want the Lord to answer you? Say so then, then when you call, one of the ways that you can, you can guarantee God hearing you is when you fast. Because your spirit is tuned to the frequency of God. Then the Lord will answer you. The Lord will. You see that? You see the will? Will. He will. Assuredly. Most assuredly, He will. Listen, if there's any answer you need from God this time, this 40, you will get it. Because fasting is one of the ways that guarantees the voice of God. Say, watch, see what it says. I love it. He said, Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. Wow. He will re- quickly reply. He will what? Quickly. Quick. You don't, need to, you, don't, you don't need to bang on the heaven's gate. No. He will quickly reply. Now watch this now. Watch this. Before, before you even start talking, he, he, there are some certain things that God will be doing while you fast. Automatically. This is one of them. He said, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. So fasting breaks you out of oppressions of the enemy. Say, stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Amen? Hallelujah. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Hallelujah. Verse 12, 10. I'm one step ahead of myself today. (laughs) <laughs> feed the hungry and help those in trouble then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon verse 12 sorry let's, let's end there let's end there let's end there I don't know if, if, if this doesn't make you want to fast I don't know what else I don't know how many of you feel like fasting right now just, you just feel you feel like fasting Fasting. You want, you want to fast. Wow. Fasting is sweet. Huh? It produces sweet results. Amen? Number <laughs> three. Fasting beautifies your life. Fasting beautifies your life. Huh? It does what? Beautifies your life. Amazing. It beautifies your life. Isaiah 58 and verse 8 that we read. Isaiah 58 and verse 8. Mm. Then your salvation will come like the dawn. And your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward. And the glory, see that? The glory, that's beauty. The glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Hallelujah.
And number four, fasting improves your health. Huh? Stay on that number eight, verse eight fifty-eight. Number four, fasting improves your health. Again, from verse eight says, and the glory. It says, and your he- wounds will heal quickly. Your what? Your wounds will heal quickly. Isaiah fifty-eight and verse eight. Fasting improves your health. So then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will quickly heal. Quickly. That's health. That's healing for your body. That's good health. Amen? Verse 5. Fasting sets you apart. Say verse 5. The fifth thing. Fasting sets you apart for God's special assignment. And you will love this part. Fasting what? Sets you apart for God's special assignment. How many of you want to be used by God in 2024? You want to be used by God for a special assignment? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Fasting sets you apart for God's special assignment. Acts chapter 13 and verse 2. Acts chapter 13 and verse 2. And then also Acts 14 verse 23. Anybody learning something this morning? Alright, alright. What? 13 and verse 2. I'll wait for you to write that down. Fasting sets you apart for God's special assignment. Acts chapter 13 and verse Verse 2. Let's start from verse 1 for context. Thank you, sir. If pastor is watching. <laughs> we have learned. For context, verse 1, 13 and verse 1. Let's read together. Acts chapter 13 and verse 1. Media team, Acts 13 and verse 1. Are you ready to get one to go? Niger, Lucius of Serene, Manan, who was uh, I'll give you guys the hard scripture to read, then I'll read the simple, the one that doesn't have those names inside. So you guys are not the one giggling, me I'll be laughing at you. <laughs> Just kidding. Verse 2, want to go? As the minister to the Lord and fasted. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, what happened? The Holy Spirit said. So in fasting, you hear God, but not just that, you, you now begin to be separated for the work that God has for you. Some of you, some of you are just in chapter 1 of a 10-page book that God has written about your life. So fasting it helps you to hear God for that next step and to separate you to that assignment that he has called you for. He said, now separate to me. Separation. Separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Separate to me. So in fasting, you are being separated and set apart for God's special assignment. Hallelujah. Let's look at another scripture, 14 and verse 2 of same Acts. Acts chapter 14. By 2023, 20, Acts 14 and verse 
with fasting, they commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So again, you see fasting, assignment, fasting, assignment, separation. See that? Do you see that? When you fast, God separates you to the special assignment he has set for you. Amen? So fasting sets you apart for God's special assignment. That's five. Six. Fasting aligns your heart to God. Fasting aligns your heart to God. Fasting aligns your heart to God. You know, we live in a very noisy world. So many things trying to get your attention. Right? You have family responsibilities. You have work responsibilities. You have ministerial responsibilities. Everything is trying to get your attention. Everything is trying to get your attention. And so your heart is, is in like 10 different directions. You're just like, oh my goodness. And sometimes you feel overwhelmed. You can't even hear God. Anybody feel overwhelmed sometimes? You can't even hear God. You're like, oh my God, there's just so much going on. I don't even know where to start from. I don't know where to start from. I can't even, I'm trying to pray, but I can't even hear what God is saying. I've come to put it to you this morning. Add fasting to your prayers. Because it will align your heart to hear from God. It will align, realign your, your, your desires. And you know, everything that is trying to get your attention is also trying to get your desires. Right? Your affection. Everything is pulling on your affection. Do you know the reason why, why companies do ads? Because they are, try, they are trying to get your affection. They are, trying, they are trying to get to your heart. Yeah? That's, that's why they do ads. Because if they can get to your heart, then they know that you will come back. Mm? Okay, just shout out to me. What's your favorite brand? Let's say clothing brand. Want to go? Yeah, yeah. Dodge and go. <laughs> D and G. <laughs> hey. Okay. D and G. Anybody? Yeah. Give me. Uh, uh? Tories. 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 Okay. Which one? Uh, MJ, you say which one? <laughs> now, now, all the ladies, they are all like holy. They're like, what's brand? I don't even know what what's what is brand. What's brand? The Lord is on the throne. What's brand? No. Uh, I'm, a, I'm only a fire brand. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything. What's brand? What's brand? I don't shop, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm only a fire brand. Uh, what is your favorite brand? I want to hear you. Which one? Tell me. Zara, f- Fashion Nova. Uh, uh, which one? Ross. <laughs> Ross. Ross. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Versace. Any, any Versace lovers in the house? <laughs> Louis Vuitton. Ah, you look like a Louis Vuitton uh, a model today. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Why, 
why do you listen? Why do you like those brands? Uh, they have got to your affection. Somehow they have been able to communicate to you their value. Somehow they have, they have been able to communicate to you that anytime you see that brand, their logo anywhere in the world, you're like, wow, I want to go in there. <laughs> my dad just said that his favorite brand is my mom's brand, Just Eat. Isn't that cute? <laughs> yes, my mom sews and she does a beautiful um, gowns and... Uh, yeah, yes. I, I got to put an added plug, plug in there. Uh, amen. Uh, glory to God. So, yeah, you can meet after service and do your, your measurements. <laughs> amen. So, the reason why those brands are important to you is because your heart has been aligned to them. So, when you see them, there's something in you that wants, wants that thing. So, some of us, our heart needs to be realigned to God. So that when anytime you hear anything about God, you just something just stares inside of you. You want to be there. You want to be there. A fasting realigns your heart to God. Realigns. Yeah. Yeah. Fasting realigns your heart to God. Amen. Fasting realigns your heart to God. So in this time of prayer and fasting, I want to encourage you. Take advantage of it because for the rest of think about it. We fast for 40 days. Please, I want you to do the math for me very quickly. How many days we, don't we fast in a year? 300 and, 316. Uh, uh, math, math, math majors here. 325 or 316. 326. Oh, it's a leap year. This year is a leap year. Okay. So we're going to fast for 300 and, for, we're fasting for 40 days. And we'll be feasting for how many days? 326 days of feasting. Talk to your neighbor and say 326 days of feasting. You can eat anything you want for 326 days. But for 40 days, 40 days, for only 40 days. In fact, well, it's 36 days right now. How many, how many days left? 34? 33? 34? This is the fifth, fifth day. So we have 35 more days. Only 35 more days. Please, don't be left behind. Jump on. We're, about, we're almost done. We're almost done. Amen? Yes, we're almost done. We're almost done. It's just a month. Yes. By next week, we'll have how many days left? Yeah, we're done. We're done. So listen, you, you blink and, and this fasting is gone. And you be, Don't be caught feasting while others are fasting. Because you might be fasting. For 300 and... May the Lord help you. You don't fast for 326 days. Oh. Just fast 40 days. Oh. Amen. Glory to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, I will fast. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Fasting. Oh, yes. <laughs> fasting aligns your heart to God. For those of you who are new in the house, we have fun. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not all tight like... No, no, no. It's a, see, listen. At his right hand are pleasures. So have ple- we have pleasure. Even when we are fasting, we are having pleasures. Yes. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Even, even when, forevermore means even when you are fasting, there's pleasure. Forevermore. Hallelujah. So don't be all uptight like, I'm fasting. No, 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 no. No, enjoy life. The Bible says when you fast, wash your face. Put oil. Eh? Put oil on your face. Look good. 
Yeah, put lip gloss, lipstick, mascara. Look good. Yes. Yes. Look good. Don't go, don't go to the, your workplace. Listen. And I, it's going to get to my next point. Don't go to your workplace and just be like, just be like, um, people are be asking you what's going on with you. What's happening? Is your church punishing you again? <laughs> Hallelujah. They say it's your church punishing you like, ah, these people are always fasting 40 days and every time you fast, we know, we know you're fasting. <laughs> now, you can tell them that you're fasting if they're trying to get you to eat, but you don't just, you know, hey, by the way, I'm fasting. No, you know, I'm fasting. No, no, no. Just... Or don't let them now know that you're fasting just because of how you look. I mean, no, that's, that defeats the point of it. Hallelujah. It's getting better now. Number seven. Fasting will attract mockers and scorners. We're getting deeper now. Fasting will attract mockers and scorners. Psalm 69, verse 6. Psalm 69. This is a beautiful scripture beautiful scripture 69 and verse 6 fasting will attract mockers and scorners someone should look for a dictionary from you what is the definition of a mocker and i'll give you the mic to read it whoever finds it first raise up your hand what is the who is, who is the mocker a mocker huh? the someone's in here i wanted i want a dictionary definition of who a mocker is anybody want to read it for me anybody ready yeah please come lizzie who is the mocker, Lizzie? Um, um, it's derived from the word mock, which means to treat with contempt or ridicule or to disappoint the hopes of. To imitate someone or something closely. Yeah. Ridicule. Oh, yes, to ridicule. Who is the scorner? <laughs> um, a scorner from the word scorn, open dislike and disrespect or mockery, often mixed with indignation, an expression of contempt or derision, the, an object of extreme disdain. Yeah. So, some people will look at you this time when you're fasting and mock you. You become a, an object of ridicule. You say, why are you fasting? Why are you fasting? What, what, what are you, what is it you're doing? Why are you doing that? Has anything changed in your life? You've been fasting all these years. Every year you say you're fasting. The same thing you're praying for. Mockery. Or make light of it. All you people are always fasting. You, you guys, or are you, you Africans are always fasting. You people are always praying. You are always praying. Mockery. Mockery. You church folks. You church folks. Mockery. Scorners. Let's look at what the scripture says. You love this. Watch what it says in, in, in Psalm. Bring, bring that scripture back, please. Let not those who wait for you, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed because of me. Let not those who seek you be confounded because of me, O God of Israel. Verse 7, we're going. Because for your sake, I have what? Born reproach. Shame has covered my face. Eight. 
I have become a stranger to my brothers and an alien to my mother's children. Nine. Because now, watch it now. Why is all of these things, why are all these things happening? Because zeal for your house has eaten me up. And the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen upon me. So, your zeal for God in this time of fasting will bring reproach to you. Don't get, don't be surprised when it happens. Especially when you're walking in a, in a, in a setting of, in, in a setting where they're not godly people. Even godly people sometimes. And the reproaches of those who reproach you have what? Fallen upon me. Why? Because I'm zealous. This guy, you always, you like, you like, why are you always liking church? You like church. What should I like? Club? Women? Ask them, what should I like? What food? Drinks? What should I like? Clothes? Earrings? Zara? Dolce and Gabbana? Huh? Zara? Which one? Which one? Which one again? Huh? Valano- uh? <laughs> Fashion over. <laughs> Valentino. Which one should I like? Reproach. Because zeal for your house has eaten me up. The reproaches of those who will reproach you have fallen on me. Verse 10. Verse 10. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting. Look at it there. That became my reproach. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that became my reproach. Many people were mocking me. They were scorning at me. Why are you fasting? Why? Why? Why are you fasting? You must, must you fast? Can't God just hear your prayer? Is it death? Mockery. Mockery. When I chastened my soul with fasting, that became my reproach. Verse 11. We're going to 18. I also made sackcloth for my garment. I became a byword to them. <laughs> Those who sit in the gate speak against me. I am the song of the drunkard. Let me tell you. Let me help you. Let me give you a secret. Let me give you a secret. I'm go back to twelve. I have become the song of the drunkard. Means you, the exploit of your spirituality has gotten around the city. That even the drunk people, when, when they are drunk, you know, you know, for, for a drunk man to be talking about something, he's winning his heart. A drunk man does not talk about shallow things. He talks about, he reveals secrets that are in his heart. So that means your spirituality has so impacted the world that even the drunk know about it. And they talk about it when they are drunk. Those who sit in the gate speak against me. Those are top, that they are high people. People that are high again, uh, it could be your boss, it could be someone, it could be someone, uh, your, your parents, it could be any, anybody that is in authority. Those that sit in the gates are people of authority. I am the song of the drunkards. The song. Not even the speech. The song. They have made a song. They have made a song for you. <laughs> they are singing. He goes to church. You know, he loves the Lord. You know. 
you know, you, do you know how drunk I sing? They just, they just sing anyhow. Anyhow, whatever comes, they just sing. But they knew, they knew that, they knew about you and they, they sang about you. It become a lyrics. Lyrics. Your name is now lyrics to a drunkard. Yeah. And those people at the gates are talking about you. Verse 13. Look at what happens here. But as for me, my prayer is to you, O Lord, in the acceptable time. O God, in the multitude of your mercy, hear me. In the truth of your salvation. Hear me in the truth of your salvation. So don't worry. Let them mock. Let them mock. Let them scorn. Let them talk nonsense. Twaddle. Let them twaddle against you. Talk nonsense talk. Let them, let them sing about you. If, if they don't have any job done to create songs about you. Let them sing. Some of you people are only talking about you and you're already, your heart is already gone. What if they now start singing about you? They release it. Someone released an album and the album is about you and they are scorning you. That's what was happening there. They wrote, they wrote a, they released a single. How many singers? Uh, uh, Esther. Someone released a single scorning somebody. Singing. That's a lot of work. A lot of thought that goes into it. Yes. They released a single scorning you. Has anybody, has anybody released a single scorning anybody in this house? Anybody? They wrote a song about you and how... Not yet, eh? Okay. Good. So that means you're, you're still coming up. So enjoy, enjoy the ride. Because at the end of the day, God will answer your prayer. Yes. 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 Don't, don't let them stop you from doing what God has said you should do. <laughs> My God. Hallelujah. Best, um, the eighth thing, number eight. Fasting. Attracts demonic activity. Huh? Even the demons, they're the, they're the ones that are creating those corners to come after you. Because they can't, they can't do anything to you in person. But they can use people. So fasting attracts demonic activity. Yeah? Luke chapter 4, verse 2 to 4. Luke chapter 4, and verse 2 to 4. This is very important. Say, being tempted... For 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. And afterward, when he had ended, he was hungry. Verse 3. Verse 3. So that you do not... Uh, uh, let's go back. Look for verse 2. <laughs> Immediately has pulled a fast one on me. There you go. <laughs> and the devil said to him, If you are the son of God command this stone to become bread. Now, this was after he was fasting. After 40 days, the devil came to him and said, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. Verse 4. But Jesus answered him saying, it is written. During this time of fasting, eat the word. Have the word in your heart fully. So that you can be able to answer the enemy which it is written. Have the written word. Hmm? Have the written word. Let God speak to you through his word. Say, Lord, speak to me through your word during this fasting time. For, because that's how Jesus was able to resist the devil. He said, it is 
written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of what? God. Number nine. Fasting does not exempt you from the daily obligations of life and scripture. (laughs) Fasting does not exempt you from the daily obligations of life and scripture. Turn to your neighbor and say, practical. Have you ever seen some people say, we are fasting? You ask them, hey, can you help me with this? I'm fasting. The wife said, take out the trash. No, I'm fasting. Fasting does not cancel out the command of love. Huh? It does, it, does not com- it does not cancel out your daily obligations. You don't tell your boss now, I'm fasting. You say, help me carry, how many did we do? say, no, sir, I can't, I can't, I'm fasting. Your boss will just tell you, okay. I'll, I'll fasten, I'll fasten your release. <laughs> fasting does not exempt you from the daily obligations of life. Met you or mate you. <laughs> Matthew six seventeen to eighteen. Uh, Matthew six seventeen to eighteen. Matthew six verse seventeen to eighteen. He says, but you, when you fast, this is daily, this is your daily, daily you have to do this. Anoint your head, put, means put oil on your head. And wash your face, take a shower. Don't you ever say take a shower? Hallelujah. You can't say I'm fasting, you know, I will not shower for 40 days, sir. In fact, if you come to church like that, we'll, t- we'll, we'll take you somewhere to shower. <laughs> Anoint your head and wash your face. Change la vision means take a shower. Brush your teeth. Look good. Smell good. Use, use, your, use your deodorant. Everything that you would do on a normal, on, like normally as a person. Continue to do. The only thing is that you're not eating. Verse 18. Then no one will notice that you are fasting. Nobody will know you're fasting. Except your father who knows what you do in private. And your father who sees everything will reward you. Amazing. Fasting does not exempt you from being a good father. Fasting does not exempt you from being a good wife. Fasting does not exempt you from being a good child. Fasting does not exempt you from being a good student. Fasting does not exempt you from serving the Lord fervently. Fasting does not exempt you from your daily obligations of life. Amen? In fact, there's a scripture. I think I have it here. First Corinthians chapter 7 verse 5. First Corinthians was seven verse five. This is this is practical stuff. And Paul was so practical. He was so do you know why we can use Paul's teaching in today's church? Because he was so practical. He talked about real stuff. Huh? Once in a while he will tell you, I know a man. 
who was in the third heavens, whether I was in the flesh or the spirit, I know not. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard things like that. But after that, he'll come back to tell you, say, go back, go back to, let's do, uh, uh, let's do verse 4. Uh, he said, the, the wife gives authority over her body to her husband, and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. Verse 5. Do not deprive each other of sexual relations, except unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time, so you can give yourself more completely to prayer. Afterward, you shall come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you. Because of your lack of self-control. Now, watch what it says here. Watch what it says. Do not deprive each other of, of sexual relations, right? Unless what? You both agree. Don't break your marriage because you're fasting. Be a good... If, if the other person does not agree, then continue as the Lord has commanded. The initial command was be fruitful. And multiply. Amen? Don't you ever say practical? Oh, yes. Because these are, these are serious things. For Paul to talk about it, we talk about it. Amen? It's important. So, just like with this, other things as a man, as a woman, as a child, as a student, they are, your life does not stop because you're fasting. Huh? If you plan to do something, go and do it. Right as you are, as you are fasting, because it's a, it's a posture of the heart. Hallelujah, Amen. And finally, my ten. I actually went through the ten. Fasting empowers your prayers. Fasting empowers your prayers. Yes. Yes. It empowers your prayer. When you when you add fasting to prayer, you're igniting a strong force that, when released, no enemy can stand against you. You're igniting a what strong force. Matthew chapter seventeen and verse twenty-one. As we wrap up this morning, Matthew chapter seventeen and verse twenty-one. Fasting empowers your prayers. Media team, by the way, you guys are doing a fantastic job getting these things on the screen. The, 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 put your hands together for our media team. I see the effort. I see the effort. I see the effort of putting down the the, the points I'm giving. So and, and, and very and very quickly. So I appreciate that. Thank you guys. It says, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer. And fasting. For context, let's go back to 19. Let's see if we can get some context from 19. What kind? What, what, what is he talking about? He said, Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Because they, they tried something, it didn't work. <laughs> privately. Sometimes you just need to be humble. And just go to Jesus privately. That is, that is the key right there. You did, do you see that? They went to him, what? Privately. Sometimes you just need to, after the 40 days of prayer and fasting, we've done our one hour, just go to Jesus privately. Say, Jesus, this thing, I've been praying for, for a long time. 
is still here. Why? Ask him. Go to him what? Privately. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why? Question. Private prayers is good for question. Because you can't come to our prayer line that we have six to seven and they say, Lord, why am I not married? Lift your voice and ask me, Lord, why, why, is, why am I not, don't I have a job? Why don't I have this? No, you, we'll say, we'll say, okay, sister, there's a place, there's a place for that. <laughs> there's a place for that. We hear you. We know that God, you want God to do something in your life. Brother, we want, I know you want a, a raise at work, but this is not the place. We say, Lord, why am I, why don't I have a raise? <laughs> no, that is for you to do privately. <laughs> <laughs> privately you go to Jesus privately so you don't just wait for the 6 to 7 prayers you have private time with Jesus where you talk to Jesus and say Lord this thing man this thing is not going this thing is not going anywhere <laughs> what, 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 what are we going to do <laughs> 20 let's go to 20 so I can wrap up here so, so Jesus said to them because of your unbelief for assuredly I say to you if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing, nothing will be impossible for you. These 40 days is a days, the days of nothing will be impossible. The days where the impossible become possible in your life. In these 40 days, that's what these 40 days are for. To bring the impossible to the possibilities of God. Amen? 21 said, however, yes, you have faith. Yes, you know God can do it. Okay. Let me ask you a practical question. This is very practical, okay? How many of you have had faith for something and it did not come? Uh, okay. At least we're, we're a truthful church. Huh? How, many, how many of you have said, you pray for something, it did not work. You, 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 you didn't get what you wanted. You didn't get the answer you wanted. Anybody here? Yeah, yeah, okay. You say, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. If that thing is in, in alignment with God's will, and you're not seeing it in your life, add fasting. Add fasting and see what God does. The force of God will be released. The power of God will be released upon your life. Add fasting. Turn to your neighbor and say, add fasting. fasting. Even better, say, talk to your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and say, and fasting. However, this kind does not go out except prayer and fasting. Turn to your neighbor again and say, and fasting. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you ready to fast? Anybody ready to fast? Jump on your feet this morning. Hallelujah. (laughs) Glory to Jesus.